to impact your life with Shanique, a.k.a. The Fixer. This podcast is about the personal and business developmental stages of entrepreneurship. It doesn't matter if you're a single parent, married, low income, or financially stable. This podcast will give you the tips and resources needed to start and sustain a successful business. Get your pen and paper, sit back, and enjoy the show. This paid sponsor is brought to you by Mr. G Healthy Lifestyle Products. You are wonderfully made, so you care about what goes in your body and on your skin. Try Mr. G Healthy Lifestyle Products for your sea moss, essential oils, black soap, elderberries, and so much more. They offer all natural products, no chemicals or additives, just the way nature planned. Shop online at Mr. G Healthy Lifestyle.shop. Or call at 843-642-0779. Welcome to Impact Your Life with Shanique, a.k.a. The Fixer. And I'm your podcaster, Shanique. Last week, we ended with our first series called Determination, Motivation, and Vision. This week, we are starting with a new series called Let's Get Started. So in this series, we have a, uh, a series of episodes and we're going to talk about things like opportunity zones, how to build a community, certifying your business and so much more. Today we have an interesting topic. It is called the door of opportunity is marked push. And I have a wonderful guest who's going to talk about that. And her name is Andrella Pouchet. Andrella Pouchet is a native Charlestonian and a member of the National Association of Realtors. As a retired Navy chief and nuclear engineer, she spent 20 years serving the country. Thank you for your service. Andrella has earned numerous military awards, honors, and accolades. One of the most unique accolades was being one of the first three African-American nuclear trained females to earn the rank of chief petty officer of the history in the, in the Navy. Recently, Andrella earned an award at her real estate brokerage for the top company lead closer for the calendar year of 2020, which means she gets the job done. She is an author, certified life coach, master training specialist, lean six sigma black belt, a speaker and an associate publisher and licensed realtor. Andrella understands the needs and answers the call 
to being a leader as an advocate for the growth and change in the community by serving on the board of directors as secretary of the Hampton Roads Black Chamber of Commerce and is one of the four founders of the 843 Cash Mob, which is an organization that focuses on economic cohesion and targeted marketing for African-American small business owners. Now I know that's a, that's a, a mouthful, but this really doesn't even give her justice for what she is coming with. I would really, really like for you guys to give a round of applause for Miss Angela. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for stopping by. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Now, I have to tell you how I found you. Really, I didn't find you. My assistant, Christine Matthews, found you. Everybody needs a Christine Matthews in their life. <laughs> Shout out to Christine Matthews. She was looking on Facebook, and she said that, uh, you really need to get in contact or connect with Andrella. And I said, well, who is Andrella? She says she's doing something with 843 Cash Mob, but she is uh, a great resource. You need to connect with her. So when I connected with you on Facebook and you connected back, I was like, yay, she's hey. <laughs> And then to have you in the office, I mean, our conversation was priceless. I really appreciate you coming and sharing some things with me because I'm going to change some things in my business just because of the conversation that we had. And I know that it came from a higher place because I felt that in your spirit. And it was meant, I believe that uh, our car, our meeting was ordained. It was, it was a reason why we, we needed to meet because she could have said anybody, but she said I had to meet you. And she was adamant about it for some reason. And I see why. Yeah. Thank you so much. Not just to you, but also to Christine. Yes, Christine. I gotta give me a Christine. Yeah, you life. need a Christine in your life. <laughs> life. Um, our our connection. I, I believe in. Um, I'm a bit of an introvert, right? Okay. So yes. I am that person that is. I'm used to being the quiet storm. Mm -hmm. um, but when I give, I give from a very genuine place, deep down on the inside. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm a firm believer of the experiences we go through in life. If we don't give them away, then they're useless, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. why not make them priceless information for somebody to learn and grow from? Right. So I'm just right. glad we were able to connect. Yes. Well, I, I gave, I'm, I'm sure, a, pre, a brief history of where, of what you're coming with and what you have come from. But I know there's a backstory there. So you take us back as far as you want to go <laughs> and bring us all the way back to where you are now. Because there's an interesting story that people need to hear about you. It's far back. Oh, so how do I make this short? I'm going to make this brief, right? I've been on the world for a few decades now, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to say my age. I'm only 35. Depends but, on the day. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be 35 <laughs> too, depending on the day. <laughs> depending on the day. But um, I'm also a big advocate of ensuring that children understand what the picture of possibility looks like. Okay. Um, a lot of times, you know, especially in this area, when I moved back to Charleston, there are a lot of people that talked about, you know, people having crab in a pot mentality mm -hmm. and limited belief systems. And sometimes people just can't believe what they can see past their front door. Right. And so as a child, I was learning blueprints. My grandparents were both very successful business owners. And then my grandmother on my mother's side was the most loving, humble person I think I've ever met in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I've got tons of grandma stories. Grandma said, grandma, I learned. <laughs> Right. But at a at a very young age, um, I believed in myself mm -hmm. and I was taught to believe in the picture of possibility. And once I had that, you know, by the time I became an adult, I knew that um, life was bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I was ooh, 
um, 19, 20 years old, and I decided to join the military, um, I knew that I needed to change my environment. Um, I know that greatness resides within us, mm-hmm. regardless of what the environment is. Mm-hmm. But for me, I needed to change my environment so I can learn to sculpt who I was and give whatever gifts God had in me. Mm-hmm. And so I left. I joined. I became a nuclear engineer in the Navy. By about year five or six, I wanted to quit. Wow. Um, because I came across so many brick walls and I realized that so many things were not set up for success for African-American females in the nuclear engineering program. And I had a, um, an older white male supervisor tell me, he said, listen, there is a you that in 30 years that's in kindergarten or that's not even born yet that needs you to open doors. Wow. So you just continue being who you are and stay your course. And then years later, I met a black male, Master Chief Chris Miles, who was absolutely amazing and changed my life on what I thought my worth was um, in the military. And he reminded me, and he still does, even though I'm retired, that the world needs us. You know, and so as long as you stay your course, I don't care if you're talking about military, personal, and business, um, you're, you're always going to be opening doors as gotcha. long as you stay the course and stay positive and whatever your definition of success is. Gotcha. Okay. So when we talked about the topic, I looked it up and see if there was a definition. Mm-hmm. And the definition said to try something new or to do something different. And we both know that all too well. But what about the people who don't know what an opportunity is? How do they recognize that that is an opportunity? Good question. I believe it starts with understanding who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes we as people are never taught how to define our own worth. Gotcha. And so dreams, beliefs, goals that you know, are buried deep down, Mm -hmm. they don't even believe in them because they don't understand that they can come to fruition. Mm -hmm. So I believe opportunity starts with realizing that everybody has a gift to give to the world. And as long as you continue to hold those gifts inside and don't set goals and don't continue to walk into um, whatever your purpose is, you're kind of being selfish with the world. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it starts with, it always starts with checking who you are. Mm -hmm. Everything starts with checking who you are. Okay, so let's go back. Let's, let's even take it even further back. Like you said, getting to know who you are. How does even per, a person even even start there? You know, you have, you have people who used to know who they are and they lost their way, but that's a big difference from a person who just, they just don't know. Like you, you're, you're 18 or 21 or maybe in your 30s and you're still trying to find yourself. How do you, how do you even start that? Okay, so I'll give you a recent real life for me. Okay. Right. Okay. Here I am in my forties. Okay. I had done 20 years in the military. Um, I probably have worked with less than 45 people that look like us okay. in the community in 20 years, mm-hmm. less than 50. Right. And so the day after I retired, I sat outside in the front porch and it was like, now what? Mm-hmm. Like I have shown up for 20 years as whoever they needed me to be. Hmm. And so, you know, in business, we do what's called a SWOT analysis Mm -hmm. where you sit Mm -hmm. down and you talk, you know, you, you analyze your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your Mm threats, like, and I did that for myself. I got quiet with life. I focused on only the positive. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also a believer of everything is meant to serve you. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes those things that don't feel good, mm-hmm. they're meant to serve you as well. They don't right. feel good, right? right? But right. the lesson is always the pathway for the blessing. Gotcha. And so I just, I did a SWOT analysis continuously mm-hmm. of my life until I got clear on what I felt like my gifts were to the world. Okay. That's a great example because that reminds me of when I went from, I'll just go back a little further. You know, I grew up on a farm and very sheltered, you know, lifestyle. Okay. Really didn't, we didn't venture out much. You know, we, I think we maybe had a stoplight and then a caution light and everybody knew everybody, everybody. in the city. Uh-huh. We might have had a thousand people in, in the community. If, you know, if that, the high school, everybody knew everybody. <clears throat> so it was very close knit. My brother and I are 12 years apart. So for 12 years, I was, I was a loner. But even when I grew up, I still became a loner. It was just embedded in me. And I just, I didn't have an identity. I just didn't, I just didn't know. And then as I got older, I had a child at the age of, I got pregnant at 19, had him at 20. I still didn't know who I was as a person. I became a mother trying to learn that uh, and go to college at the same time. And I wasn't really focusing on quote unquote, knowing who you are. I didn't, that was not embedded in me to find mm-hmm. who you are. Nobody taught, taught me that, you know, find who you are. I was a mother. That's all I knew I had to do. I didn't know I had gifts, talents to give to the world. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a purpose. My goal was to raise this kid. Right. Then I went into the career world. I graduated college a couple of times and I went into my career field and I became who they wanted me to be. I did exactly what they wanted me to do, when they wanted me to do and how they wanted me to do it. Mm -hmm. So when I left from corporate America to entrepreneurship, that was the hardest personal personal development I ever had to do because I had to find myself who I was really. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, I'm going from a two parent, the kids are going from a two parent household to a one. So again, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who am I? Because even though I was in corporate America in the beginning of that, I was a wife, I was married. Mm -hmm. And so I conform to what a wife is supposed to be and raising kids and being what corporate America said I was supposed to be for them. Mm -hmm. I never found Shanique at that time. And I didn't find Shanique until later in my thirties. Do you know how common that is? <laughs> right? Like, just like you said, people always define us and not that they intentionally mean to put us in a box, mm-hmm. but there's a definite clear partition between who you are and what you are. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. Right. They're not the same. And it's normally, it's not until life starts to slow down a little bit mm-hmm. or we just get exhausted with giving so much of ourselves that we get to say, well, you know what? Who, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, not what everybody needs me to be. But like, who am I? What do I want to do? What right. do I want to attach myself with? What right. do I want to align myself with? What do I want to work towards? And that's, yeah. it, it normally happens later in life. Yeah. I, I didn't know what happiness really was or is peace. until late. Oh, Ooh, until later. Like I have an option to say no. No, thank you. And it feels good to say no. Mm-hmm. I would say yes a lot of times because I didn't want people to be mad at me. Or I had I, I had a sense of belonging, like I needed to belong to something. Acceptance. Right, because I had been a loner for so long, and it's time for me now, okay, well, 
let me get into a group or, you know, I would just accept things because I wanted to belong. But now I feel it is wonderful to say, no, that's not for oh, me. Thank you. And it's okay. You know, my, my kids are young. Um, I've got little babies. My daughter is eight and my son is three. Mm -hmm. So I'm late to the having kids party, uh -huh. right? But one thing that I make sure I embed in them is my no and your yes is not the same. Right. Because a lot of times for that very same reason as adults, we realize that we don't want to say no to people mm -hmm. when really we're just saying yes to us. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Right. Because that opportunity to buy yourself peace is always priceless. Oh. You can't put a price tag to it. You cannot. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to listen to our uh, sponsors and stay with us. Finding the perfect gift for a friend or impressing your guests at a party or event can be stressful, right? Well, you are in luck. Designs by KT is more than just t-shirts. They can turn any item into an amazing personalized gift. They can do totes, notebooks, tumblers, mugs, and so much more. Trust me, I'm a fan and a client. They are the dedicated vendor for the Impact Your Life podcast. Let Designs by KT hook you up. Contact them at designsbykt.llc at gmail.com or connect on Facebook at Designs by KT LLC. If your child is anything like mine, they have a lot of time on their hands. Does your child have an interest in playing an instrument? iPlay Learning Center is the place to be. iPlay Learning Center is serving the low country of Charleston with educational programs that provides free, yes, free keyboard, drum, and vocal lessons to children ranging from three to 18 years of age. They will learn chords, notes, scales, tones, range, rhythm, and how to produce those sounds on their instruments. For more information and to sign your child up, visit www.iplaylive.net. And welcome back. If you're just now tuning in, this is Impact Your Life with Shanique, a.k.a. The Fixer, and I'm your podcaster, Shanique. And I've been talking to the wonderful Andrella Pouchet, and we're talking about the door of opportunity is Mark Pushed. So I found this quote on the computer, and it said, it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one rather than have the opportunity and not be prepared. Expound on that for me. I, well, first of all, it wasn't my quote, phenomenal quote. Right. But um, in layman's term, if you get ready, you don't have to stay ready. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> when it comes down to um, I don't business, personal, whatever it is, um, you always got to be looking for what's next. Mm -hmm. You know, it's real easy to fall into the trap of comfortable and complacent. And then, unless that's where you want to be for life, which is cool, because mm -hmm. the power of choice is a real thing. Mm -hmm. But preparing for what's to come, you got to be able to have some foresight. You know, some, it's always important to have your three-year goals, your five-year goals, mm -hmm. your six-month goals. And as long as you're preparing for those, as opportunity comes, it might be a small pivot, 
But it's not a total change in game plan. Gotcha. Now it's like, oh, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Get ready. You don't have to stay. That is so true. And Get I, ready. I tell my clients that all the time. Okay, so there's 20 different ways, or I'm pretty sure more, and that I found on the internet. I'm telling you, since I've been a podcaster, I've just been looking at all type of content material. Right, And right. I come through, I, come, I, I found this uh, 20 different ways. Well, of course, we're not going to go through 20 different ways, but I want to get your take okay. okay, on a few of these quotes. The first one, mind your money matters, but know when to take risk. What does that mean to you? If you are not already budgeting or your personal and your business, you're doing yourself a disservice. Okay. If you don't know where your money is going, how do you know? How can you even project what's coming in? Gotcha. So from a mind your money, right? Mm -hmm. Budget. Okay. Prepare. So that when the opportunity comes, you're not confused or you don't end up taking a loss or having to take, lose your shirt okay. because you didn't know where your money was coming or going. Okay. What about the taste, take risk part? Take risk? Well, when it comes down to business, sometimes people think that, okay, starting a business is let me get my LLC, let me get my EIN, mm-hmm. but you got to take into account your insurances, mm-hmm. any certifications or licensing branding, marketing, pictures, mm-hmm. like you got to take all those things into consideration. So yeah. it starts with making sure that you've got a solid team, mm-hmm. not just the vision in your head. You got to be able to get those things out of your head so that gotcha. you can know, okay, I can afford to do mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. And now the only um, risk is, can you be- do you believe in yourself enough to make gotcha. it happen? That is so true. Okay, number two, for your health's sake, eat well. And an added benefit, you also look great. Well, since we both look great and we are 35 today, yes, right? today. We, we're yes. 35 today, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the saying goes, um, health is wealth. Yes. You cannot pour into the world or into your business when your health is failing. Yes. So it's so important to make sure you eat well, do right by your body. We only get one vessel. Gotcha. And if you don't take care of that vessel, that vessel will never take care of mm-hmm. you. You are correct. You know, if you if you want to stay around for your business as well as your kids, you have to have your health in order. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. The next one, make the right types of mistakes. You make them while you're courageous and ambitious, not when you're defensive and lazy. Ooh, I like that one. I know I that like was a it. good one, wasn't it? So I had a, uh, a business mentor once. He didn't know he was my mentor. You know, sometimes we research people online and mm-hmm. we make him our mentor. Um, I knew him in real life. I could walk up and touch him. His name was Holton Bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, black multimillionaire in network marketing. He actually owns a company from Tampa, Florida, from the projects of Tampa, Florida. And one of the things that he told me and a group of others once was, if I could do anything different, it was I would believe bigger and do faster. Oh, wow. So that's, for me, that was the first time I actually heard people talking about failing forward. So the faster you get to the action, you fail, you get the mistakes out of the way. As long as you are being um, analytical about what you're doing, you learn how to grow. Okay. All right, the next one. Look for opportunities. Seek them out. Again, how can you prepare for what's to come if you don't take account of what's in front of you, mm-hmm. right? So those goals, three three months, six months, mm-hmm. 12 months, I'm a firm believer of three, six, nine, 12, three mm-hmm. years, five years, and some people even do 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Um, so always mind mapping. Um, some people mind map, I do mind mapping for myself personally, mm-hmm. as well as for business. Okay. And so making sure that you're clear on where your goals are, that kind of gives you a vehicle 
per se to figure out how to drive what it is that you want to do. Okay. And when you have your tunnel vision, it makes it a lot easier to see, hey, what do I want to do next? Mm -hmm. And even if you're not, even if you can't see it, you attract it because you're doing the activities to, to have that next door open for you. Okay. So that brings in the law of attraction. Absolutely. Okay. So that also, I guess you say if they build it, they will, if you build if, it, if they will come. If you build it, they will come. Gotcha. Build it, they will come. Okay. Strengthen your self-discipline uh, and, uh, you know, no, strengthen your self-discipline muscle. Ooh, that's a good one. So in the military, like I said, we, you wake up early, you wear your uniform, mm -hmm. but out here in the entrepreneur world, it's like deep out here in the right. streets, right? <laughs> right? So if, if you don't learn how to discipline yourself, mm -hmm. um, your finances, your health, your your business goals, mm -hmm. your structure, your visions, your distractions, mm -hmm. what's feeding into you, mm -hmm. you're setting yourself up for failure. You have to yeah. learn how to be disciplined all around. Mm -hmm. In the entrepreneurial world, there's no one that's going to say, oh, hey, um, Shanique, it's time for you to do X, Y, Z. Right. No, you just got to get up and do it yourself. So um, always remaining cognizant of what your why is mm -hmm. will also help keep you laser, laser focused. Okay, let's expound on that a little bit more. You have people who have uh, small businesses or, you know, they're entrepreneur and maybe they work from home. Mm -hmm. And because they feel like they work from home and they and wear their PJs all day, mm -hmm. they don't have to get up at 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. But when they worked for someone else, they got up at 6, got the kids to school, made breakfast, got in the car, and it was at their job at 8 o'clock and clocked in on time. But and when you turn around and you're your own boss, eh, listen, eh, I can get up at ten. As soon as you said work from home, I don't go outside every day. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows I don't go outside every day. But I also told you I have a three year old. Right. So when you said that, I instantly heard Coco Melon, <laughs> <laughs> the music in my head. So you're right. When you work from home, it's a challenge, mm -hmm. but you still got to get up, suit up and boot up for your business, regardless of what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you change to your daytime PJs, mm -hmm. you have to check your mind and check in to work right. just as if you're checking into a job. Mm -hmm. If you can't work for yourself as hard as you would work for somebody else, Tell you're it. not prepared for business. No, maybe a hobby, but not business. Right, right. Mm, you're right. What you what you put in is what you get out all day. All right. Continually strive for excellence, not perfection. Okay. I like that one. Um, perfect only exists in the mind. Mm -hmm. Perfect only exists in the mind. Um, again, the, the more you do, you are going to make mistakes, mm -hmm. but that failing forward um, keeps you in the positive activity. You don't have to um, look to make something that's perfect as long as you are, again, analytical and always doing those SWOT analysis, mm -hmm. you always got to go back to the review board, mm -hmm. right? You always got to go back to mm -hmm. checking yourself in the mirror, just like how you would check yourself in a relationship. Mm -hmm. People check the other person in the relationship, but we also got to check ourselves. Yes, right. That's right. In our personal lives and especially mm -hmm. in our business, because sometimes none of us, sometimes people, we don't have somebody else to have our back. That's true. Like we hadn't touched on solopreneurs. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's so many people that are operating small businesses as solopreneurs. Mm -hmm. So you got to be the end all be all That's for right. everything. That's and there's right. nobody to catch you if you fall. That's right. So having that discipline and knowing that I got to continue to show up 
for me so that my business doesn't die when I die mm. is something you got to do every day. Okay. So we talked, you touched on SWOT analysis about two or three times. Let's give an example of what that will look like if we gave ourselves one. Okay. So S starts, you know, it stands for the strength, right? Mm -hmm. So the strength for me would be my ability to pull out people's talents uh, and help them develop them. That that's that's my strength. Okay. Right. What would be yours? I hope it doesn't sound bad, but I'm gonna <laughs> give you my truth. You know, I'm a firm believer of transparency. Right. I'm always looking for what's the problem. Gotcha. I didn't think I I didn't realize that I thought like an engineer. Mm -hmm. Not just because I didn't look like them, but I really thought that I didn't think like that. But I'm a nerd at heart, mm -hmm. and that's a good thing. And gotcha. I teach my kids that's a good thing. But gotcha. I do. I'm continuously looking for what's a problem that can be solved there. Mm -hmm. Not looking for perfection, but looking for growth. Gotcha. Okay. All right. The W is weakness. My weakness is I tend to want it more than them. And I try to push them to get where I am in, you know, with the process, but it's their process. Mm -hmm. And I spend too much time on getting them to try to want it for them just as much as I want it for them. And I, I, I wasted a lot of time when they just, they just really don't want it right now. So you're an empath. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're an empath. That's good. That's good. Cause you connect with, with who you are mm -hmm. and then other people as well. Um, I would say that my weakness is, um, and this stems from, I didn't realize this until last year mm -hmm. for me, I moved every three years for 20 years. Gotcha. And so it was always safe for me to be prepared on a dime to disconnect. So my weakness, I would say, is sometimes I used to be very dismissive. I'm ready to pour, but if you're not ready to receive, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Gotcha. And I'll go over here, someplace that is ready to receive. Oh. And sometimes, like, it's different when you're dealing with clients because we're sticking in this together. Right. But if I am surrounded by people that I feel like I don't align with things if I can't add value. Mm -hmm. And so when I look to add value, if a person is ready to receive, I noticed that for a long time, I would just say, well, okay, mm -hmm. well, okay, mm -hmm. you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I respect the power of choice. Um, but again, that's like borderline, God, am I doing what you told me to do? Because mm -hmm. you told me to help these people. Gotcha. Maybe I need to learn how to meet them where they are. And so I had to, to kind of transmute that into being dismissive and meeting people where they are. And sometimes it's just a matter of changing the communication. Okay. All right. So always opportunity, what we're talking about. And I have learned to, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. But I've also opened my mind to the possibility that I can dream bigger in my, in the growth. I don't, I think I'm just hitting my stride and where I am now is it feels great. The transition is wonderful. This is where I, I know I'm supposed to be. It's, it feels good. Um, but what I do during the daytime for is career and business development. It's a career that brings me to my purpose, which is the podcast, which is the vehicle to be transparent, to get people to change their mindset, to be successful in their personal business and career development. So I open my eyes to the possibility that the opportunities are greater. 
Okay, your turn. Tag, you're it. Tag, I'm it. Okay, I got it. Okay, so for me, um, again, I told you earlier that I'm, I'm a firm believer of the picture possibility. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big dreamer as well as a believer, but you also got to do. Right. right. So when 843 came, 843 Cash Mob came to life, it was one of my visions was to create a connection and resources between small business owners and the funds that they need, gotcha. right? So long-term, right, we'll map that out later, right. right? Just in conversation, but it's already kind of mapped out. Um, for me, the opportunity is when I look at things, I see three, four, five, ten years down the line, mm -hmm. and it's like, how do we baby step from here gotcha. to connect the resources or the funding or the right. education or the opportunities that people didn't know existed and just being who they are. Mm -hmm. You got to meet them where they're at. Gotcha. And until I learned how to do that a few years ago, I didn't know how to even tap into that for myself. Gotcha. That's powerful. Okay. Then we have the T, the threat. Mm -hmm. My threat is I don't do enough research to find out who my competition is. I just started really doing the research and figuring out what they have to offer versus what I don't offer. And what can I do to meet people where they are to bridge that gap? You know, and before I just, I was working, had my head down, you know, minding my own business, so to speak. But I wasn't minding my own business because I wasn't thinking about the person that's down the street to do the same thing that I do. How many clients do they have? What are they offering? So as a new podcaster, my threat is my competition. And I'm just now looking to see who, who, they, who they are. Uh, our conversation that we had the first time we met, I started looking at that guy that awesome. you, you gave. Yes. And the great thing about it is when he, because he really talks about his steps. Mm -hmm. And I got most of those steps done, except the competition. I just didn't, I, I'm getting there. And I'm going to perfect that because when I, when I figure out the, I guess you say my niche, so to speak, and now I'm, I'm getting to that. Mm -hmm. This is going to take off like I wanted to take off. Mm -hmm. But my threat was I wasn't paying attention who, who was doing it around me. I just started the research and development part. I, I didn't, I didn't practice that even with my HR business. I just didn't, I really didn't. So now I'm learning it later in the career path. But the idea is I'm learning it and I'm implementing it. Okay. That's awesome. That's Tech, awesome. You're it. Um, I'm going to piggyback on what you said, okay. and then I'm going to tell you how I see it. Okay. Um, sometimes what we consider to be threats okay. are our biggest assets. Okay. Because you have to be able to put your blinders on and go to work, mm -hmm. right? That distraction of what's going on over there can easily be a distraction, not so much for some people, right? Mm -hmm. You're an entrepreneur at heart, which is why you say, hey, I've got a goal. I've got my steps. I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm off. That's what right? I did. Um, sometimes people are overanalyzers. I used to be an overanalyzer. I used to be that person that would get caught up in information overload, not looking for perfection, but to make sure I understood all the different angles mm -hmm. instead of um, when the gun fired, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. And so for me, my threat would be um, my threat would be that I do like to research. Mm -hmm. I like to understand all the different angles. But I also believe that our threats can be our biggest assets. Okay. And I would tell my consulting clients the same thing. Like that same, that threat that's going to make you 
jump off the ledge, Mm -hmm. it's going to be the same passion. It's going to keep you going when you're tired and you're burnt out and you don't know where the next dollar is coming from Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're not doing enough. Right. So sometimes our threats can be assets. Okay. Well, wonderful. Well, I would like to know what's new with you. What's going on in your career? What's the next steps? What is new? Um, I would say 843 Cash Mob. Okay. That is new. Um, Myself and three other females, um, Nicole Singleton, she's in a, she's also a realtor. Um, Kalani Reynolds, who is the founder of Melanated Money Mondays, mm-hmm. a phenomenal Facebook group. They're in like 36 states right now. They're on the shelf, too. Oh, awesome. Yes. And then Courtney the Poet, I think everybody in the city of Charleston yes. knows who she is. She's, mm-hmm. a, she's, she's n- everything um, dope. Yes. Everything dope. Um, but we started having people... Um, a continuous call to action of not let's not just talk about helping mm-hmm. black small owned businesses let's put our money where our mouth is gotcha. so we are right now um bridging that gap for nonprofits as well as um brick and mortar businesses mm-hmm. Soon we'll move to online um, businesses as well and then also i haven't taken in any business clients here and I feel like I have been a little disobedient to the calling that I know I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm a realtor. Mm-hmm. I'm a realtor. Yes. I'm a realtor first. But all of my conversations typically stem real heavy on business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the consulting clients that I had when I, when I lived in Virginia, it was always focused around how do I help this client? How do I help their business scale maintain and scale so that it doesn't die when they die mm-hmm. and so pretty soon here i'll start to do some business with some yes. some clients here yeah yes. yeah so i'm pretty excited about that okay so what's the five or ten year goal you 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 envision that 843 cash mob is going to be at oh um well it's not just me for that correct right? so um we I'd, I'd kind of save that one for when we all come on. Okay. Oh, right. there's a future there. Yes. She said when yes. we come back, okay. There's a future there, <laughs> if you will have us. Yes, of course. Right. But um, it's the the vision is that it will look like not just a call to action via social mm-hmm. media. Gotcha. How do we connect our small business owners to the education? So, like, one of the things we talked about was, um, and I talked to a business owner just, just yesterday about it as well, in the nonprofit world, in the African-American community, they tie a cause to a, okay, I care about this cause, mm-hmm. let me put together an organization, and then sometimes struggle with how to get the funding. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a lot of different nonprofits, it's structured to, let me create a tax shelter, let me create an overflow place for the money mm-hmm. so that this money can serve the cause that I care about. Gotcha. Right. So how do we connect our community to the resources that, that we learn how to structure our businesses? Not just do we do an LLC or an S Corp mm-hmm. or, you know, connecting people to the CPAs that are going to teach them how to take advantage of the tax breaks that the IRS legally allows, mm-hmm. you know, not just how do I have an LLC mm-hmm. and it's a post office box. Gotcha. How to attain business credit, mm-hmm. you know, things, things of that nature. How do I get into the contracting world? Because in the cleaning, in the cleaning world, there's always yeah. contracts. Yes. But unless people are shown and connected to those, sometimes they just don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Well, any last thoughts you have for us today? Um, thank you for having me. Oh, you're like welcome. This, this has been a great experience. Um, funny thing is this morning when I got on Facebook, 
I realized that seven years ago, I had just got done speaking at a Black History event. And my title for the talk then was Opportunity is Mark Push. Wow. And I had to go back. And I, I was as I was saying my morning prayers again, because I had to revisit my talk with God this morning. It was like, thank you. Because I know that I lead my life from a, from a place of just yes. authenticity. Like, yes. I truly believe that Opportunity is Mark Push. Sometimes we got to kick that door down. Sometimes True. we got to burn it down. True. Sometimes we got to build our own, but the opportunities are there as long as we can either see or be directed to them. Wonderful. Well, Andrella, I thank you. It's just, you know, our meeting again was just priceless. And I I look forward to what is what our relationship is going to be in the future. And yes, we got to have you and the other three founders of 843 Cash Mob to come on. Um, I can't wait. So I have to. create another episode for you guys because the people want to hear <laughs> what's going on <laughs> the people want to hear but again we thank you for your support and all the love the overwhelming responses that we have gotten on impact your life you can find us on anchor google Podcasts, patreon spotify itunes and stitcher you guys have a great day and that's all i need some say life is boring but i disagree i wake up